Hey, hey, hey. 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 Hey, Shout out, man. Shout out, man. Speedy recovery, fam, man. Speedy recovery. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh, if y'all missed it, man, you know, it's been a couple of days. Uh, we've been running around for a minute, but, you know what I mean? We back here for that new shit, man. It's five mics, boy. Five mics? Five mics? Uh, yeah, man. You know, just uh, just in the building doing some things, man. It's your boy, DJ Aaron. And it's your boy, CP3.com. C, C, we're going to call it CT3.com. C, there, CT3.com. Now, I ain't on my Kelly shit, but in tribute to the good music out there in the world, CT3.com, rest in peace to the career of Mr. Kelly, but the old school jams, they do live on, they will be played. Right. Uh, in, in, in the right circumstances, I guess. Um, yeah, when you're with your adult wife or your adult girlfriend, and you're doing um, mischievous bits. Yeah, you know, with 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 that segue coming in, uh, you know, let's get you know let's get right into this R. Kelly shit, man. Kells, uh, Kells, you know, he's back, he, he back in the Kells, uh, back in the news again, man. Baby mama drama. You know, the, 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 is, this, is, 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 this, is this motherfucker coming to you with a new album? Uh, nigga, no. Uh, he got some baby mama drama. Uh, they didn't put this for in jail for child, for back child support. Uh, they, they put him in for back child support, but also a couple, uh, was two days before that. Uh, he was, uh, he had just gotten out of jail before that for 10, 10 counts. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that part too. Well, yeah, he was arrested for 10 counts of... Uh, Miscon sexual misconduct with minors or something like that to yeah. that, that degree. Let me look up and see exactly what the charges are. We don't want to be saying it getting the wrong out here. I mean, in, in bare layman's terms, he he would he he had he had ten counts of being an old nasty nigga. Um, they said he was out here doing nasty stuff with the kids. Well, we we we've been on that all these years. Already. Yeah, but they said these was ten new counts. They 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 wasn't talking about this old stuff. They it wasn't none of the stuff from the R. Kelly documentary. This was like they talking about they got ten new counts, uh, ten new counts and four new four new women. So I mean, you know, this is this supposed to be some stuff that happened afterwards. They trying to get him on other on on, the, on other stuff because they can't do the double jeopardy. So sexual misconduct, ranging from child pornography. Underage sex. Damn, Kels. Damn, Kels. I, 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 you know, I mean, y'all already know how, you know, y'all, y'all know how we feel about Kels. Ain't, Kels ain't, Kels, as a man, Robert, you got no love in my house, bro. Uh, Robert, nah. Yeah, nah. Uh, if, pay, 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 pay. <laughs> if I caught you out there, I'd fuck you up on site, bro. But uh, oh, it's on site now. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, didn't you know it's on site? I mean, there's a, there's only I only hand out a couple of on sites. Don't tell me, hey, bro, hey, bro, Taz, Taz, if you out there in these streets, bro, 
If you out there somewhere and you happen to come across this podcast, bro, hey, no. When I catch you in these streets, I'm going to whoop your ass. Uh, if you're not aware of who Taz is, let me make it, make it 100% known. Uh, Richard Ortega! Uh, hey, Corey. Uh, use a bitch-ass. Use a bitch-ass nigga. Uh, and, and, and and trust me, one of these days I'm going to come across you. When I come across you, I'm going to put them hands to you. Uh, again. Damn, that's cold. Again. There's no love, there's no love, there's no love. There's no love. Why you going to put them paws home like no scum? Hey, you, hey, you, you know, I'm not going to... That's, that's a story for another podcast. Okay, okay but, but Kels a, a slaps on sight. Slaps bro. on sight, bro. You ain't even got to do that. He's done. He's nah. going to have to... Nah, Kel's the boy. He need to go ahead and slap himself. I mean, well, after this girl, after this Gail King interview, he might as well go slap himself. Do you, do you, I mean, I, even if you've seen just the memes, you know what I mean, running around on the net, like, I, it, it's not, it's not hard to see the the, the craziness of this nigga. Like, I mean, I, like I, I I I heard this 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 uh, I heard this this this, this thought process on the topic earlier today and that it was a dude who was explaining he was saying you know Kells is out here trying to prove his innocence right Kells out here Kells Kells doing the most so you know Kells okay hold on Juicy with it. Listen, this, hold on. This nigga wasn't fighting for his life. To, he wasn't fighting for his life last month. The nigga wasn't fighting for his life. <laughs> he wasn't fighting for his life when Lifetime was putting out documentaries. He wasn't fighting for his life when Andrea Kelly was coming on there talking about she was surviving R. Kelly. He wasn't so he wasn't he wasn't fighting for his life when he first heard about that shit. He that nigga was on videos talking about it's been thirty years, y'all niggas can you, you waited too long, it's too late. You can't get say me. that shit you, though. You you did you did all this you did he all did this shit. That, you brought all this lie. bullshit up and your motherfuckers can't get me. It's been too long. That's the shit he was fucking doing. He did say that shit though. He did. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did. That nigga he was did say that that, shit. that nigga was hopping on planes and flying over to South Africa so he could go ask South African bitches mm-hmm. if they had their shots and shit. Did you that, get your shots? So like, did you get I, your I, I, I don't, man. Did I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from this nigga about how he's fighting for his life. He's not fighting for shit. Well, he fighting for it now. Yeah, he, he fighting for that motherfucking now. That's what he doing. He ain't, you know fight, he ain't fighting for a goddamn man, thing. Let me tell you, man, Kels, man. Let me tell you something, man. Can you write a jam? Yeah, my brother, you can write a jam. Can, 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 
Can you see me? Swoon the soul and get me feel like I can fly over mountaintops and, 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 and move, 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 uh, move rivers. Yes, I believe I can do all that stuff from when you sing it, Kels. But the things that you do in your private life, I cannot support. Now, like I said, R. Kelly, if I'm at a club and your song come out, am I going to get off the dance floor? No. I'm still going to step in the name of love because that's what my body going to do. I'm going to dance. But that's pretty much as far as it goes. The music that I do have yours, I'm not going to have R. Kelly-like moments at the house where I'm going to just get it popping like that. But like I said, uh, as far as what you represent, I can't support brother. Now, honestly, we've all known he's been doing this forever. People forget, married to Aaliyah, we grew up in the, in the 90s. 2000s. And you know what? We remember what it was. We and, know exactly. And, 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 what, and, and what I'll say to that, because I think something needs to be talked about. I hear a lot of young folks. I see a lot of young folks online who are the ones who try, who are trying to defend these situations. And they say, y'all known for 20 years. Y'all knew for this and that. Man, let me first explain. We've been saying it. It, 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 it. It's not just a thing that we've been saying it. But we've been saying it. And in the very, very beginning, in the early 90s when this shit was really starting to pop off, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of us didn't believe it. A lot of us, a lot of us thought it was weird publicity. A no, lot. We know you were doing that no, shit. No, 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 no. Because I mean, it was different. You we, know why we, it was different? Because when we were growing up in those times, and unfortunately, and this is people who don't ever want to mention, it was not uncommon for young, young girls to date older guys. It was not. Very uncommon. It was not uncommon. But, but As a matter of fact, but that's I remember, not being, a high, uh, but that's not I, I remember being a high school boy wasn't ever able to hook up with no high school girls. I do, you too. You know why? Because they was all dating the dudes that was I, in their 20s. I, I, I do, too. And I totally remember that. And we keep it very, very in different time than it is now, that's unfortunately. That, that's something that is a, that is a, a definite truth. Legally, legally, yes, it was the same as it is today. So I'm not saying that it was a legal, different legal time. not saying that. I'm not even saying that it was right in those times. But unfortunately, we live in a different time where it's actually being reported. And back in those days, the shit happened way more rapid. Okay, one, I'm going to say, we, you, you're saying back in them days, it wasn't the 50s. No, I'm not talking about the 50s. I'm talking about like, 20 years ago when I was in high school. I, I, like, now, I'm, I'm talking not, about 20 years I, ago when I was okay, in high school. So, uh, and, and, and 20 years ago when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say that it was accepted. What it was, was it was more swept under the rug. Well, I think What it was, was... Was it didn't get the same connotation that it gets now? Definitely. In every high school in the nineties, there was a teacher that everybody knew that was dating a student. Yes or no? Uh, I know the yeah. There was rumors of it. I I I I do. I I, I did. Yeah. I do, and I did go to a high school where yes, there was a student engaged with a teacher. In, in, in the nineties, in every high school USA, any high school USA in the nineties, there was a, a damn girl talking to a damn teacher. Or an administrator, everybody damn knew it. But I will. And, and but the I rumors, the rumors, quote unquote rumors. But everybody knew what the, what the, what the dirt was. But what I'll say is this: when it strictly pertains to the R. Kelly and leadership, outside of what we're talking about, because we kind of wrote it off on a tangent. But, 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 but it's all my whole point for bringing that up was: we knew about it in those days. Yes, we did know about it. But in those days, people looked at things differently. That's all I'm saying. And, 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 I'm not, and, and I'm these not girls these days, long. these young girls these days are young girls. They're dating guys their age, for the most part. But the, I remember back in our days, the only one who helped us was fast. They was running around trying to do the most. 
They didn't want to hang out with dudes like us because we didn't have cars and shit. You had a car, you had some money, a page or a beeper. Back in those days, that meant something that different. I'm not disagreeing. Like these days, you were baller. None, none, of, none of that has anything to do really with my point. The, the, that's the, my the, point, but go for the, it. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the part that I'm getting at is, is the part of today, we have the luxury of being able to Google anything and see it. And being able to, to, to go online and get the info to our phone right in our hand within a matter of seconds. Back in those days, we didn't have that opportunity. So what I'm saying is, is when back in the 90s, right? We, yes, we knew, right? We, when, I, when, when you heard R. Kelly married Aaliyah, right? And that whole wave of stuff went on. The one thing that you didn't see, it was all word of mouth. It was the hood news. But the hood news was legit. I'm not saying the hood news, the hood wasn't. news was legit. Obviously, obviously, we can see now the hood news was legit. I, I can't speak then, for the hood news nowadays, but, back, but the hood news then was legit. But back then, back then, the hood news didn't have cooperation. So there was, was no. What, what do you there, mean? There, in the sense of, there, there, you had to go off of man. Hey, my man told me, and I got to go off of. Everybody said the same. But everybody said the same shit. Though. Yes, but at the end of the day. In every at, city, every town. But, but at the end of the day, the reason why it never really locked on was because nobody ever saw... The, the, I, like, I remember it being the issue, too. Nobody ever seen the, the, the marriage certificate. There was rumor of the there was rumor of this marriage license with their names on it, which was supposed to be the proof. I remember hearing about the marriage license, but I don't remember seeing it. I never actually physically saw the thing in real life until the documentary. And that literally is 25 years later. I remember hearing about it. I remember the inquiry of people wondering that it, about that would make it real. But that for a lot of people is why it never went any further than the initial claim of it going out and that being something that they talked about. So then it became rumor for fodder and people just talked about it. But the, the, the marriage certificate, if that is the only thing that she needed to prove that he would mess with this girl, he had married that girl... You need a little bit more than that. Back, that can be back, hidden. That can be back, that can be back hidden then, all times. Back then, I, I'm not, especially back then. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not talking. About, I'm just saying. Back uh, then, without that, without that ability to to have that instant proof, you had to go off of what you could physically come across and see. And even back then, right? Even like even when like for example, I, you 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 look in that documentary, uh -huh. right? And they show you the the MTV clip with with Kurt Loader. Coming on, and he's talking about the R. Kelly thing. And uh -huh. I remember the one who dropped it. I remember when that yeah. came on, and Kurt Loader was the first TMZ. And I also remember and TV News was the first TMZ. And, and if MTV and News dropped it, it was real. I don't give a shit about MTV News or, but, but, or, or but, but, TMZ. But back in those days, though, but, MTV News was dropping it. And but but it I remember. Real. I remember even even through the course of that interview going on. MTV even stated that they were unsure of the uh, of the legality or the realism of that thing. Mm -hmm. And they speculated that it was fake. Right? They were the ones who first started the idea that it was a publicity stunt. So at the end of the day, for a large mass grouping of Americans to feel like they weren't take this was not to be taken seriously is not necessarily all the fault of naive people who just weren't paying attention. Part of it was there wasn't cooperative proof at the time that everybody could see. 
at it's, one time and say, okay, man, that's it, I got it. I think it's more so that it was, it was, it was, it was, it was black culture and they weren't really tripping on it. And the parents weren't coming out making no fuss of it. The parents thought they were going to get paid, they were going to get chipped out and broke off. And in the end, when it comes down to it, they probably doing a hard time right now, they want to get a quick buck. Because guess what, whoever made the damn R. Kelly documentary, them heifers got paid. Everybody got paid off their best. They ain't do that shit for free. So everybody, it's, it's a payday no matter what. At the at all right. now, well, I, I'm telling you, it's all everybody is, is guilty in it. Man. Not just R. The damn girls are guilty in it. They know fast asses was running around. Their parents was guilty for letting them out, letting them go up over there, and letting them have all this freedom. Everybody I'm, is I'm, guilty. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to get into to victim shaming. Oh, no, I ain't no victim shaming. No, I ain't victim shaming nothing. Let's keep it real. Once again, going back to my album, and that's something we have to we have to look at. Be honest, the girls our age when we were growing up wouldn't even date us. So all them heifers was doing out there doing too much. Regardless, and regardless I, of what, I, I regardless get the, of I what get the, the liberal girls, stance on it, but I'm trying to tell you, regardless of what the girls it, were doing and whatever, that's a, still a grown man. I'm not taking that's that. That's still a grown man. Once again, nobody was, is saying that. Who but was everybody, everybody's responsible for that. The parents, everybody responsible for it. I'm sorry. All these damn kids want to walk around like they grow all the damn time. And you can't tell their ass and shit. And in the moment, then they want to act like they grown. In the moment time they get some shit, oh, I'm a kid. Yeah, you a kid. But you out there doing grown people shit. I'm, I'm serious. These, these kids got the game fucked up. Everybody is wrong. Everybody. And now you want to say, poor me. It wasn't poor me. If your ass I got a contract and was sitting at the Grammys with a Grammy Award right now, would you be singing that same song? I mean, shit, I, you know. That was your whole purpose of being around him, right? I mean, for most of these chicks, I mean, to, to supposedly their whole purpose was they were supposed to be trying to get a deal. Okay, so if they had got a deal and been sitting on millions right now in Grammys, what my question is, would they be out here saying that they were victims now? My question is, is that they've been with him this whole time and they never left and all this shit, and, and they didn't, and, and all they, that they, all that they were supposed to get out of it, they didn't get nothing out. All of they it. got was some, was some, some fellatio. And and and, and, and so and, and so they and so they still willing. So what we supposed to believe is that they still willing to be around. They still willing to they they, they still willing to fuck with this nigga, not getting nothing out the scenario. Yes. They just, like that makes no sense. They also grown women new too. Hell hath a fairy like a woman scorned. These girls also thought they was gonna be around for the long haul, and after they got dropped and left, now they mad as hell too. You yeah. did all this and pissed on me to been all this, and now you ain't gonna be with me. I, well, I mean. Uh, it, there's it, a lot of factors like, that, you could, that, that you could factor into it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, there, there's a lot of things you could factor into it, but at the end of the day, nothing factors or trumps it more than this is still a grown man who was dealing with that, 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 that is the, like, the most common underlying factor, though. We got that. That, that, that is the, that's the so most you, basic so, wrong so, thing so, in the so, end. So you cannot... You, you cannot excuse the naivety the naivete of a child. I, I'm not excusing anything. What I'm trying to say, that's the whole point. I'm not giving no excuses to nobody. To well, nobody. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, put it like this. In, in, at least to me, where, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you're not right, where there is, there is not blame to be laid at the hands of a couple of different areas. But I think before you get to the area of spicing up all the blame, and having it dealt out for all of the people that need to have that need to be touched, I think before then the first the, the first thing that needs to be addressed before you get to that point is 
the main manipulator of that scenario. True. And not, like I said, once again, that's the most common denominator. I'm not taking nothing from that. But, like, for instance, the one young lady, his, 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 um, the girl who's sitting with him, her niece, she brings her around. She's in the booth sitting there chilling. Or if she went in and got the number on her own, she come back down. The girl went over there, her own kicking it. She going over there with her auntie now. The girl got pissed off. Mm-hmm. She went over there on her own. She's facilitating this. Now, at the same time, it takes hard to go ahead and, and say, you know what, come on through. To be the man, I get you taking nothing from him. But at the same time, it's a lot of backdoor shit, a lot of sneaky stuff. A lot of it. There's good kids out there, and there's kids that make bad decisions, and there's some kids out there that just some bad seeds that got there doing some grown shit. And if your mom and daddy didn't raise you right, like a lot of these parents say they have, you, your, your, your kids on what they should and shouldn't be doing. Ain't no pissing on their faces not right. That, that, that I don't know. I, I, I can't. I, I, they I, was doing some freaky shit. It got turned out. And, it, and, it's, and it's wrong. It's had nothing from it. The truth of the matter is, I believe everybody in there. And the, the parents, too. Parents drop their gay daughters off. I'm not dropping my kids off at R. Kelly's house. You goddamn right I'm not. You're going to drop the kids off? And yeah, we go to R. Kelly's house, and I'm going to sit my ass there with you. We're going to be there for this whole damn session together. Like, I don't know. You, see, see, I I think, mean, I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I think I'm being misunderstood. What I'm, not, I'm not saying that there is not an equal level of blame to be dealt out to everyone involved. Yeah. What I'm saying is... Is that before you get to that point, there there's levels. There, he, he, he's a grown man that has sex level, with a child. That's basically there. There, there, yeah. there, is, there is levels to how it needs to be dealt out. And before you get to, before you get to the 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 mistakes the parents made, before you get to the mistakes that the individual children made, before you get to breaking it down bit by bit, like that's the shit you do after you take care of the initial fucking monster. The monster is Kells. Kells is the one who's already in his mid twenties. Kells is the one who's already in his thirties, his forties, his fifties, still doing this shit. Now, granted, I, I've I've heard every excuse under the fucking sun, right? I've heard, oh, they trying to go after all the black men. Look oh, at all, that's the, look, shit. look at all the, look at all the white dudes they letting go by, like all, 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 this, all, all this little shit to separate situations and whatever. I don't give a fuck how many white dudes they don't come across who did whatever. Like, I'm dealing with individuals as they go. When we get to Weinstein, I'll make my same shit about him. When we but get his to trial's Kevin coming Spacey, up, too, at the same oh, time. That, that's what I'm saying. When, when, we, when we get to his, I'll make the same right. When we get to Kevin Spacey, I'll make the same, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to say the same shit. It does not going to change just because, ooh, right now they barbecuing a black nigga right now. That, 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 and I hate that I hate that narrative that's being put out there so that they can split black people up on this idea. We sit by... And we let all types of things happen to our women, happen to our children, happen to our family situations and dynamic while we stand around, while, while, while we stand around doing our, our 2019, 2020, 2018 version of the fucking shucking job. And everybody stands around saying it's all cool, looking for the next moment to shake their ass and dance. And, and we all keep talking about how we're supposed to be so involved and so want to do some shit for our kids. Well, yeah. Like you saying, there's wrongs on all sides. There's wrongs where people are involved in many different levels. But at the end of the day, the beginning of that wrong starts at a man who knew exactly what the fuck he was doing and laid that shit on top of a child who maybe didn't. Nigga, if you go inside of a bank and you go rob a bank and you go hop in a car and I'm a getaway car driver and I go driver and we get arrested, guess what? 
my ass is going to jail and I'm going to end up with your ass. Everybody involved in the damn crime needs to go down for it. Yeah, you the one who went in there with the gun, you went in there robbing got the money, and I'm just a compass. But guess what? My ass is going down with you. Yes, you got to get the first initial motherfucker that did the crime, but everybody that's involved with it got to go down with it. Guess what? And, and you can sit there and, and sit there and, and guess what? as a parent and when, cry. When, when, and that shit is like, no. Guess they what? Parent, when the it's not going to drop that. With the rumors, for all these, after the rumors were in the streets, in the in the hood news, and niggas know, I knew, knew, and you still took your daughter over to his house? Yeah. Opportunist. Opportunist shit. See, well, see, that's another, see, that's another thing. Uh, Opportunist. No, 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 you, I'm, I'm just, that's another thing we're doing too, though. We are combining two different time periods. It's, it's, I, I, it's all the same time period. Wait, hear me out. What you're talking about is, you're talking about these, like, the Jocelyn Savage situation, Azriel, Cleary, all the, you're talking about these recent situations where you have parents who, are, who, who the dispute is made about they they already knew the history. They already knew X, Y, and Z. Even though Josh like this, because guess what? Back in R. Kelly was coming up before he started with those kids. He had other the I, rumors I, was all been in the shot up. I know that it was out there certain latest streets. They knew too. At, at the the two they knew. the two girls that we the two girls that you're talking about. Those girls were after his court case. Even I like I'm, that. That's not the issue. What I'm saying is is that there the, is that we are just we're, we're combining time periods. What I'm talking about is primarily not. I'm not. I'm not even discussing the people who already knew of his history. I'm talking about the people who may have been not in the loop. The people in the early days, right? The 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 the, the people that centered around the first tape who may may not have known uh, 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 about what was going on until they heard about it later. These other people that we're talking about, you are totally right. I look at them the same way. The parents they're doing all types of extras. The same way I'll be looking at them. Parents that took their kids over to Michael Jackson house after people were saying shit about him. Like, the, yes. R. Kelly was hanging out at the high schools early on. Yes, he was. Early, but just, early on. But just, but just, like, but just like you said, just like you said, so was a lot of older motherfuckers. So at that time... Exactly. So, so at that time period where, no, his reputation was not for, not for sexually dealing with, with little girls... He was known for being the being the nigga at the McDonald's talking to young girls, but he but he was known for sex. Period, though. You get what I'm saying? He was known. He wasn't known for sex with little. But he was known for sex. And regard, I mean, that's I mean, that's basically it, man. Shit. If you're known for sex, whether you're, if you're around high school girls, they gonna know you for sex. If you're around grown women, they gonna know you for sex. If you're known for sex, you're known for sex, no matter where you are. Yes, but that wasn't until way later. Right. Way later, twelve play pretty much solidified it. Twelve play, twelve, twelve play was well after the point that we talking about. The time period it was that, the yeah, the time period that they talking about in the early part of that R. Kelly documentary. They talking about when he was just when he was a local star still, when he was coming up still, when he might have before public announcement even in certain aspects. Like so, uh, this is what I mean by 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 we getting time time constraints mixed up. Because there is a time period in which R. Kelly is just a local star, right? Yeah, he, 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 he is not that much older than these kids at the McDonald's. So it doesn't look crazy and out of whack, right? Because he's not too far removed. It's only as he continues to he's get older. Shit, he was sitting he was at the age of 25. That, that is kind of... But understand, he was do, he was also doing that at eighteen. He was also doing that at like so. I'm talking about then. I'm not talking about 25. At 20, 20, 20, 25 is fucking twelve play already. No, that was about twenty five. Right before twelve play. 
Same fucking difference. That's what I mean. Like, that's what the documentary said. Like, same, same, same fucking difference. Uh, you got a letter? Like, the end result, the, the, the end result of that scenario is, it, it, is, it doesn't change, it doesn't change where you end up. It just, you know what I mean, it just gives you another end Basically, what it comes down to is that the whole situation is fucked up. The whole city is wrong. Everybody involved in it is wrong. Everybody knew what was going on. They didn't come out and do shit about it because it was, it was, people didn't make a big stink about it. And people always want to get mad when, 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 when a white person do something against a black person. And we do it to ourselves all the time. You got people like you, Moise Johnson, out there. Yeah, he condemns what he does, but he wants to come out and say, but well, we shouldn't talk about it. We should just let it just die and, and let it alone. And we shouldn't k- kill the man and condemn the man. No, it's his act like that that makes the shit harder for everybody else out there. You know what I'm saying? And you can't be a mentor or have any type of a relationship with somebody. People looking at you like you're trying to do something illicit with somebody. And it's wrong. And, 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 and it's sad. And every case you got like that, it makes it hard for the next person that really can help somebody out. It does. So, but you know what, R. Kelly, best of luck to you. No. Protect no, the no, booty. no, 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 Protect, no, 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 no. You said uh, best of luck. Yeah, best of luck to you. Yeah. Nigga, R. Kelly, fuck you. No, best of luck to you. He, he, fuck you. He finna do some time with that on his belt. Best of luck to you, R. Nah, Kelly. man, I ain't wishing you, you best gotta, you, you, you gotta go, you gotta deal with that on your own. That ain't shit they gotta do with me. No. Uh, you gotta do, you gotta do that Roman, Roman Greco wrestling inside jail uh, with the homies. You gonna be in there sweating, playing open chest. Keep Bruno, drinking Bruno, and eating spread. Uh, clipping toenails and washing drawers in the sink. That's what you do. Good luck. And uh, I wish the best for you. I got no good luck for you, nigga. I say fuck you for the rest of life, nigga. Now, hey, and mind you, my nigga, I'm, 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 I used to be a real fan, my nigga. I lost my virginity to R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not, you know. Well, apparently, a lot of people lost their virginity to R. Kelly. For real. Okay. Now, moving on. Hey, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, let's move on. Moving forward. So, let, 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 man, let's just change this shit up completely, okay. man. Let, let, let's, let's get on our sports shit for a minute, you know what I mean? Speaking of sports. Every once in a while, we like to act like we're a sports podcast. There's something that I want to talk about right now that has been... Uh, hey, uh, nigga, uh, don't, don't, you, uh, 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 I don't want to hear about the Buffalo Bills. No, I ain't talking about the Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. So. I'm talking about people thinking that LeBron James just surprised Michael Jordan because he didn't pass in the points, but... He is still not the GOAT. Sorry. So, that, so, so, so that's the conversation? You that's the conversation of people crowning LeBron James the GOAT because he passed Michael Jordan in points, but without the championship, I'm sorry, uh, LBJ, you ain't the GOAT. Now, listen, LeBron has years to go, and he really could go ahead and just knock this and solidify it, but uh, yeah, I think he's going to go down as the best player of his, of his era. But as the greatest basketball player of all time, no. Could LeBron James go down as probably the best, one of the best athletes, period, of all time? I could give him that. But the best basketball player of all time, don't think he's going to take that from Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, well, being the uh, Jordan fanatic that I am, uh, when he's first specified that, I'm going uh, to offer up Did that... Yeah, yeah, I said it's the that he summoned you because you also uh LeBron James uh 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 second coming uh uh flat earther. <laughs> anyways, uh <laughs> anyways, you know, uh, 
I, the, 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 yeah, this yeah. this what I say about LeBron, man. Look, look. Yeah. LeBron is the closest thing that we have seen in the past twenty years. To who? To Michael Jeffrey. Stop the season. Stop it. No. The closest thing we've seen in the last. The closest you thing we've seen in the last here, last twenty years is Kobe being his mom, Bryant, new Kobe being. Brian is the closest thing, the most ferocious person. If I had to have a person close the game for me right now, it wouldn't be LeBron James. It would be Kobe being Bryant. If you had to have the last shot right now, who would you take, LeBron James or Kobe being Bryant? LeBron James. You are wrong, sir. That's why you're going to lose that championship. If I had to take that last shot, I want the black mambo on my side. Well, right now the Black Mamba's sitting at his house, so I don't know if he's going to Black Mamba. Shelly with more rings than a with more rings than labor. That's fucking great. I mean, I, the, you know, it is I, great. I, I was, I was, I was, it I, is. I, I, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. And I'm sure they lost it because Kobe being bright. Because they were trying to, you know, have the Kobe so great, which I'm not. Kobe, I'm not, I'm not Bean denying. Bryant. Kobe Bryant was a fantastic player. Yes, Kobe Bryant, best was, basketball player of his era. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was Kobe Bryant. Well, I was kind of hard. Shaq was there too. I was kind of uh, hard. But when, when Kobe there was prime, a lot. There was a lot of people there. Like nobody better than Kobe. When Kobe was the, when Kobe was by himself, or nobody better than Kobe in basketball. Not one person. Best basketball player for at least five, six years. Close to ten years. Uh, I think. Close to ten years, best basketball player. Of the, of the game. I think those years that Allen Iverson owned the game, he might disagree. Once again, when Allen Iverson was killing the game when Kobe was young in the game. I'm talking about those last eight years of Kobe's career, and Kobe was like, "Wow, yeah, yeah." You mean those yeah. last? You mean those last eight I'm years denial. of Kobe's career when, uh, you know, when he can when, when he contends that he was. Mr. Man and did so much, but the reality of the scenario is, is that he never really won a championship by himself. Yes, he did. Wh- which which one? He won a championship by himself. Which one? Oh, oh, oh what's your the one the, the the one the one with Palmasol? Yeah, by himself. That, but but he had Palmasol. But he didn't have Shaq though. I, that's not what I said. Yeah, he had Palmasol. Yes, he won that championship with Palmasol. Oh, okay. Um. Just, just, just by just by state state of the state of the nature, you had another Hall of Fame uh, All Star player well, on that, the. On, that's on, good. Another, all, another Hall of Fame All Star player. You have Kobe with with Paul Gasol. Look at the Golden State Warriors now. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We're not talking about the Golden so State Warriors. Exa- that has, that exactly. has nothing to do with so this. So we can't even say nothing about it. And, then, and you have two. You have three. You have four Hall of Famers on that team right now. That game is that that's this team is ten years removed from the team. Okay, talking like about. I'm it saying, has nothing to getting do back to Kobe about. being Bryant. Get back to it because your point is running off and some other shit that got nothing to do with nothing. Eighty-one points in a game. The man is phenomenal. Now, in my lifetime, I have seen some great basketball players. In my childhood, I remember I remember watching clips of Dr. J. Amazing, phenomenal. I saw Larry Bird, Mike Magic Johnson. Oh my God! And uh, Kareem. Oh Lord. As it got a little bit older, you know, it was the Joe Dumars, the Isaiah Thomases, the Michael Jeffrey Jordans. Uh, the, the, and as you got a little bit older, we got the Reggie Millers that was out there doing their thing. And then you got the, the Shaquille O'Neal's, you know what I'm saying? 
and, and then you got the Ron Harpers, who could have been something big. And then there was the, the Kobe Bean Bryant. Now, with the I'll Kobe be, Bean Bryant. I'll be honest with you. Kobe was the Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe reminds me. That's what I mean. I, he, I, Kobe reminds me actually a lot, more, a lot more of a current player than he does of an older player. He doesn't remind me of, of MJ as much as he reminds me of, say, Ben Simmons. I would love for Kobe being Bryant to say, you know what, Labor? I'm going to come back next year. I'm going to turn to Ray Allen for you. For I'm what? He's going to come back and coach? I'm, I'm going to turn to Ray Allen. He can't, he and I'm can't just going to run it. around the court all damn day and shoot three-pointers. No, nigga. He can't do nothing to help y'all, nigga. Oh, yeah. Kobe, oh, yes, he could. And come out and just shoot threes. Nah. And then him and LeBron battle for uh, back-to-back. Nope. Go back and forth for the uh, scoring title. Nope. His ego's too big. He, can't, he couldn't, he couldn't, oh, my God. He couldn't play with that ego stuff. Here you go with that ego stuff. He's better. Ego ain't got nothing Can't nobody play with LeBron, apparently. Ain't nobody in the Lakers can damn play with LeBron. Anthony Davis won't play with LeBron. We don't want that damn unibrab over here. Y'all ain't gonna be saying that. Y'all last time, last time we didn't have somebody big like his ass over here. Uh, his ass didn't do nothing. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, hold on, nigga. James, James Harden might be here. Oh. Oh, I ain't worried about James Harden. He's gonna be all right. He's like a velociraptor. He's gonna be all right. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen. Now, LeBron, I'm glad that you're a Laker. I'm glad, I'm glad you're down with the squadron. I'm, down, I'm, I'm glad that you're down with the fan band. And I. I wish the best for you, my brother, and I want you to, to bring some of that gold home. But guess what? It's going to take some long time before you get to Michael Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But anyways, let's let's go on to the real the real sports. Oh, nigga. Oh, he's trying to run from the labor. Right. Oh, so you want, you want to go nah, after my Steelers come at me, bro? Nah, the nigga tried to hide, my Steelers tried to, hide, to, hide, to hijack my sports question. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get back into the flow of this podcast. You know what what I mean? well, we, we, we talking about it. Uh, Apparently, you don't want to talk about labor. I don't care. You know I mean, I just, I, I, I'd, I'd rather move on. We, I'd rather talk about a motherfucker that's going to be in the playoffs anyways. I don't want to talk about niggas going to Cancun. So, uh, uh, I like Cancun, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so... This, you know, for for the past month and a half, two months, you know I mean, if you know anything about, you know, anything about college football, you, you, you've heard nothing but the Kyler, Murray, the Kyler Murray saga, you know, has been going on. First it started out, oh, is he going to play baseball? Oh, is he going to play football? Oh, we don't know what he's going to do. Oh, the Oakland A's gave him a million dollars. Oh, somebody did whatever. And we don't know what's going to happen. And then he decides he's going to play football. Then we find out, oh, he's not 5'10", he's 5'6", he's 5'7". We have to hear that shit for fucking two weeks. We don't know how tall he is. Then we find out, oh my God, he's just a little bit shorter than Russell Wilson, so it's all good. So they finally get over this shit. And then after all of this shit goes by, then motherfuckers come out the woodwork and say, oh, this nigga's a problem. He can't run the team. He Nobody respects him. His... His, his, he he doesn't practice well. His 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 locker room his locker room uh, temperament has no finesse. He he's a horrible teammate, right? He all this crazy shit. And I was I was having a conversation with somebody and I wondered why is it that every time it seems like the number one number two pick 
in the NFL draft, especially if it's a quarterback that happens to be of a persuasion darker than, say, Cameron. Uh, why is it there is a the lineage of, 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 of notices and drop-offs and fucking notifications to let you motherfucking know this nigga is not the nigga to draft because there is something wrong inherently with black anything. Could it be that maybe that that kid might just be a jackass and that he might have made some bad decisions and he might not be the one that you want to be the franchise, the face of the franchise? It's quite possible. Could it be possible that his skin color might not have to do anything with it? It's, and that the kid is, just might not be the is, most savory it character? Is, it is quite possible, but you know what? When you're talking about a kid who won three high school national championships, who won the national championship in college, who is being touted as possibly the best quarterback to come out of a draft class in the past 10 to 15 years, when you have all of these different accolades and and there's so many good things to say about a person, all the way up until it's time to sabotage your draft status, I tend to look at it with a little bit of a side eye. Now, I I, I can understand the conspiracy theory in, in the game of money and the NFL. As, oh, wait, hold I, on, I, I, don't, I don't. Especially when I especially don't, when I, I don't, I don't see the same the, treatment happen in the white quarterbacks. I don't understand. I don't understand the motive behind it because Baker Mayfield went through the same type of scrutiny last year. Yeah, all the and, things that and, he that he went through too, and it, it almost affected his draft status. Now, Kyler Murray, he's going to be fine in the draft. But Baker Mayfield did go through his fair Baker, share of scrutiny as well. Baker Mayfield went through his fair share of scrutiny because he was unproportionately different than, say, the average white quarterback. But and 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 with his and with his ability, with his ability to have swag on the hundred, with his ability to talk shit and do all the things that are directly associated. With a white boy, I know. But to do all of the things usually directly associated with a black athlete on the football field, that is what he got disparaged over. Yeah, but he didn't. Things, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't get. He didn't get disparaged over ability. He got disparaged over his attitude. Why? Yeah. For the same. For the exact same so, reason. So could it be that this other guy might? There might be some character flaws. There could be. I'm not saying it. That no, I mean, because the that, kid is a that, winner. That, that, no, that nobody, winner that, that nobody ever brought up. Flaws. That nobody ever brought up until now. I find that hard to believe. I mean, but I, and, I, and I get that, and I'm not saying that they're, 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 they're right. What I'm trying to say is, just knowing that football from, world, from there somebody, is a, there's from a somebody, possibility they could have talked to somebody. somebody that could have from said somebody whose pedigree, from somebody whose pedigree already comes from a scenario in which this is not new to him. His dad did this. You know what I mean? He's got a, he, he has family lineage in this already. He grew up he he, he grew up as a major <coughs> league baseball kid. Yeah. So he the, he knows already all of the little things that 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 people are looking for. He already knows all the bits and yeah, then, You he, know what? If he got all these damn options and he's making this big ass big of a deal for him to play football, take your ass to baseball, make the real damn money, and leave the shit alone there. Oh no! I'll tell you exactly why I think he he decided to go to football. The Basically, baseball, the, the, the problem and issue with baseball is this. In the United States, we have a, I'll call it a social class issue. And that is that the long-term lineage of where sports is going in this country only lends itself to those who have enough affluence to support it. And with that being said, it is moving less and less out of urban areas and into more gentrified areas. 
and uh, when you hustle, yeah, explain that hustle. And when when you when you when you look at a lot of a lot of different aspects, right? The the amount of programs directed towards and for children that are athletically based, whether it be for all types of different reasons, there are more of them in more affluent areas. Be, uh, at, True. The, at, at the end of the day, because they have more money to produce them. True, but in the game of football, that is black base. I'm sorry. The difference is that these wait, wait, kids in these so, inner so, cities are so getting better me, grades so, and they're so going me, to the school. Give me a moment. Give me yeah. a minute to drag it out. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, that, that, that's not, we don't have a disagreement there, right? You're right. And you're right in that aspect. Uh, and you're, you're right in that aspect, and I, and I, I agree. That, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about there. But in that same idea, right, you have black kids, Hispanic kids, you just say minority kids in general, right? In disadvantaged areas who may have a higher skill level, they might have higher skill ability, but because grades aren't right, or because the your attitude's not right, or whatever it is based on where you're at that is a discouraging factor in being able to get you places, even down to the fact that people are not looking out for you the same way that they are in more affluent areas. If you're an affluent kid... If you're an affluent kid in an affluent area who's fucking around, there's going to be people that look the other way because you're a star athlete. There's going to be people that let those things go because they see you have a possible future. Whereas, if you're the kid that goes to the school in the middle of whatever, and you may be doing the exact same things, you may not necessarily get that same look. I beg to differ. I, the kids in the inner city schools, they get more encouraging and pushing than the kids in the affluent neighborhoods do. Hands down. If you're a kid that has some promises, some ability, everybody's going to rally around you to try to get you to push you to get to that next level. There's actually more resources for you at those schools. If, if, if you were an exceptional athlete. No, no. And, you know, for every kid, the resources are there. But if you're an exceptional athlete if you, and then you have the ability to go to college and get a scholarship, there are more than enough resources and people there that are pushing and, you and, to get it. And, and, and I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that is true for the exceptional athlete as opposed to the other situation where that option is available for every athlete. The option is there for every athlete, yes. It is there. Let me explain it better. Here, here, uh, uh, let, okay, so we're going to use the analogy of Compton High School and Beverly Hills High School. Okay. Okay. Now, the Beverly Hills High School team and the Compton High School football teams both have 45 kids on them. Okay. Okay. Now, because of the way things work out with Beverly Hills High School and what they have, the, the things they have worked out with major universities and colleges throughout the country, through some, some way of making things work, they have a college situation worked out for ev- all 45 players on that team. Regar- Hold on. Just regardless of skill level, how much they play during the season, game tape, all of that shit. Somehow, some way, they have try they, they, they have at Not least possible. athletically for football or, I, I, or, or, I, I, or just a scholarship I, I in know, general. I know it's not possible in the sense that realistically I, I I'm just saying I'm, 
I'm just trying to I'm just trying to play out the analogies for you to understand it. But I, I know but if it's not realistic, I get it play out. <laughs> be, be, because, be, be, because because the point the point is not in the number of statistical values that I'm giving you. The point is just in the representation of it. Actually the truth about it is the kids over at Beverly Hills High School, they actually suck. Those kids don't need football. They play football because they want to get pictures. And you're and they're, part they're, of my point. I, I don't understand how. Because they, 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 they want to take pictures and they want to be on the team and they want to have the experience. Those kids aren't playing football to try to get a scholarship. And if they are, it's very maybe one or two of those kids. Whereas those kids over at Compton High School, most of those kids are trying to play to get a scholarship. They are. Now, the how difference many, is... How many, how many of those kids from Compton High as opposed to those kids from Beverly Hills High are going to get that scholarship, though? Probably, probably about the same. Hmm. The, Probably about the same. No. Actually, the kids at Compton High School probably get more scholarships than the kids at Beverly if Hills you, High School if, if, because the kids in affluent neighborhoods usually don't if, have the grades. If you look at it on, if you look at it on average, in most of the D one and D two schools in the country, most of the kids receiving scholarships to most of these major universities are kids from middle class homes. No, no, most of them. No, a good majority of them, but no, actually, these most of these kids that are receiving scholarships are from inner city schools. There, there, there are, there are, tons of them, but, but there, most of them, that's but, where they're coming from. But there, but, but there are two or three of them. No, on no, every no, team. no, about two or three every team. But if you have ten, you have a ten-team league, and that's two or three kids from ten teams in the league. Yeah, that's okay, a lot of so, kids. So, 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 let's say you have a D one school. You let's say you have a D one school, uh -huh. and you have ten scholarship players, right? Out of those ten scholarship players, three of those scholarship players are from the inner city. No, I, I, no, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that statistic. I can't. I guess I honestly can't say that statistic. I can't. I think that's more of a mindset that we have. When it comes to getting scholarships, it's by grades and talent. You can have all the grades in the world. If you ain't got no talent, you ain't going nowhere. You can have all the talent in the world. If you ain't got no grades, you, you, it is a these, combination of these, the both. These days, also the combination that is involved is a third combination that also involves a school's a school's want or or ability to participate with what you represent. Well, at the same time, it's not the school's job to get you out. It's your job to get you out. It's not the school's job. That that that. It isn't the school's that, job. No, that, you, the school I, has. That the, I know. The that, school has. What I'm saying, the school has the resources. If you want more, you got the resources. Like for instance, the kid in the inner city school is going to use more of those resources. You know why? Because his parent might be living paycheck to paycheck. They might come from a single family home. The kid might have to work. He might, might want to bring his family out but of that situation. But so they might also, work a little bit harder to get what they want to get. But there's also more there's also there's more no of, there's also more available for that kid these days. It's different. When we were in high school, yes, we, there were high school games that were getting put on television. Yeah. But it was not what it is now. No, and it's not no, it's it, not what it is it, now. The, the, no, it's the, not I'll agree with you on that. The the, the 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 high school game is turning into its own factory. With, 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 with its own TV contracts and its own shit. You, you don't it, even it, need it, that. You got to huddle now. You can you can, you can see your own highlights out by yourself. You ain't got to go to no highlight, man. You can oh, do no, everything no, I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm, I'm just you talking, do all that stuff I'm, yourself. I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking about everybody else's ability to find a way to eat from it. So what I'm saying is is eventually, you you if it hasn't happened already, we will get to the point where the high school has just as much influence just as much influence from the bounce to the, or the move to the college level as the college level has to the pro level. So it, 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 the school you the school you go to will get you a different look. Now I'm not going to lie with that. If you go to a, a St. John Bosco, 
You might get a look. You might get a more more D one looks than you would go to a regular inner city so, school. So, I'm, so I'm, eventually, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that. But winning changes that because you got Lawndale High School that just won a state championship, and they're a local a local uh, school, public school, and they had every damn University of Alabama and everybody down there. So winning changes those things. It, it, so it there's, there, there's always factors in that, and 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 there and there are always anomalies in the algorithm. But overall, it's not an anomaly. Winning changes everything. I'm not saying winning changes but, anything. But, but Lawndale hasn't won in a while. Using that example, they haven't won in a while. They they, they had to build a team in a situation, yeah, they and, the and, and they're and they're hoping to continue yes. to have that advance, right. right? So so we will see how that continues to play out. Is what I'm saying. It's not a knock on the situation or whatever. It's well, just, it's it's just an acknowledgement of it's just an acknowledgement of it is at is at the very beginning and we have to see. What I'm saying is there there are advantages for being at an urban school, a middle class urban suburban school, over over a, a, a urban a public school. There are advantages. I want. I'm not going to say say that. What I'm trying to say is, is that there's nothing hindering these kids at these inner city schools to make it the same rate that these kids at other schools do. And actually, it's that hunger for being at inner city school that actually makes you a better athlete than the urban kid. <laughs> it's the fact of needing football versus more than liking football. The kid that's playing football to save his life is going to be a, it's going to give you more results than the kid that's out there just loving it. Now, some kids are going to be just natural talents and they're going to shine and they're going to go and do that. But I'm trying to tell you right now, some of these kids when they go out there, they're running for their lives. You know what I'm saying? And not running for I'm talking about running for their lives to, to get a better life. You get what I'm saying? No, I got you. I think the, I think we like to think that they. Uh, in these other neighborhoods, things are always better. But, you know, I've seen schools that have all the damn bags, facilities, um, equipment, everything in the world, and they can't win a damn game. And I've seen schools out there that don't have that, that a damn thing and go out there and kick everybody's ass. You know what I'm saying? So it, it all goes back I've down seen, to the team. I've seen the same thing. And, 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 and I know it sounds – I'm playing devil's advocate, and I know it sounds as if I'm against what you're saying. I'm really not. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make like, it seem like you are, but it's just like – it's. I just don't see it that way. They're, they're, I, 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 I just tend to, to think to myself that when, when, especially when you go on the road and play certain places and you get to see what, what, what types of things certain, certain schools are missing out on as opposed to those who are better funded. You know what you say? When you, when you show up to a school and they got more shit than you do? We gonna kick their ass, and they still got all this shit. <laughs> That's what she gonna say. They got all this shit in the world. They got everything, and guess what? We just kicked y'all ass. It's like Rocky beating Ivan Drago. You got every damn bell and whistle in the world, but guess what? True Grit's gonna just kick your ass. It was like when, when, when back in the day when our high school beat Modern Day for the first time, and they shut the damn scoreboard on us. You can have everything in the damn world. Kick their ass, right? No, it's definitely true, but I mean, you know, you you gotta have you gotta have more than a more than a couple of flash in the pan instances of that in order for it to really take hold. That's all I'm saying. When it fixes and, everything, and and in in the overall way of how there are so many different people looking for a monetary way to pick up on something regarding sports in general, I I I I look at high school football becoming a little bit more like AAU basketball very, very soon. And there's a lot of problematic things already happening. In people that jumping instance. ship, going to new teams just because they're hot and popping? I, I mean, well, there's already, you know, you already have some That's already happening. happening. But, uh, you know, I, that's I, already, there's already exodus every, every, every couple of years. Everybody jumps to the new damn team because that's where it's hot right now. 
a couple years ago, about five, six years ago, everybody wanted to be at Sarah. Now everybody, then everybody wanted to be at Narbonne. Now everybody's going to want to be at Lawndale. It's always going to take the next school to come up and then make their mark, and everybody's going to migrate over there. Oh, no, I'm known. I'm known, I'm known. But yeah, but I, I, uh, just, yeah. 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 Right? But we over here being, we over here being the sports uh, podcast and shit, you know, trying to get our... Uh, Oh man, you know, cover all fights. It's gotta be jack of all trades. You know what I'm saying? Sports seven, seven nine. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but man, hey, real shit though. This is five mics, man. We just getting into it, man. Yeah. Uh, man, I, you know, I was watching. Uh, I'm watching a lot of different shit, checking out a lot of different things, whatever, man. They they, they dropped that Michael Jackson uh, documentary on on HBO right around the same time as the scale shit. Nah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I haven't. I haven't seen it, and, and I mean, I, I'll tell you why I haven't watched it. You know what I mean? Uh, the two dudes is the two dudes that, that have put this thing together. Already right? the one that said he ain't did nothing to him. Uh, nothing gonna come out and change the story. Well, uh, that which which I'm 100% in agreement with, but also there's no there's no facts used in their documentary. I, I, I've gone through transcripts of how the thing goes down because I really didn't. I didn't want to be swayed by emotional thought process, which is what they're using to get people. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they stick some people in front of a camera so they get paid. They open no ass involved. I said, "You're listening to that shit." Right? They, 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 they stick some people in front and of I a camera. They, 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 they let, they, they let them get out there and they, they do as much acting as possible. And, and and they show some emotional some emotional flair on camera, and then we all go, oh my God, they were wrong, and we and we all move on, right? But here's the problem: is that neither one of these dudes had any real proof of anything. All they did was talk about, you know, uh, basically hearsay that nobody could prove. And then in between that, they both acted like they they acted like they like they missed Michael. Like if if you if you on if you want a documentary talking about how this man abused you, how the hell can you be standing there two seconds later and be talking about, I got this ring, this ring he gave me. I, I saw little clips. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch none of it. I didn't watch that movie. And I, I, I didn't watch that. The same way I wouldn't watch the damn uh, when Flex was dressed as Michael Jackson. And that Michael Jackson movie, that when Flex was in it. Over here looking like... Oh, God. Uh, yeah. yeah, that yeah that, that was one of the most uh, horrible things. I, I just... I, I will not tarnish my boy NJ's name like that. Oh man, <clears throat> you know what? Just with, with 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 that being said, you know what? We're not even really going. We we not we not going to question Michael Jackson. Yeah, R.I.P. That must smoke criminal. Keep uh, you know, I I will say this much though. Uh, I'm I'm not down for child molestation or pedophilia or any of that garbage at all. If any if any real proof ever comes out that condemns this man, I'd be one of the first people saying, "Hey, let's go ahead and cancel him too." And get rid of all of his shit, because I'm not down with any of that garbage. But let it be said, uh, if we're going to go ahead and, and become cancel culture, let's become cancel culture for everything. If we're going to take Mike down eventually because something comes out and tells us this, well, let's be real. Uh, we done, we've done and been known that Elvis Presley was with uh, Priscilla Presley at 14 years old. We've been known that Jerry Lee Lewis married his own cousin when she was 14 or 13 or some shit like that. There's tons and tons of people that we've been known 
been get, been doing this type of stuff for a long time. Roman Polanski still running around ditching people in the country trying not to come over here because he's afraid to go to jail because of the shit that he did in the 70s. So let's not act like we don't know and ain't been knowing for a long time. So while we sending people to jail for doing things wrong to women they shouldn't have been doing, and I'm not saying nothing right now because I don't want to make it up. They just making the black folks go down shit because I hope they take them all down. Let's just wait it all. Let's wait and see, but just let it be right. Now listen, I agree with what you said about your message and everything, but uh, this whole cancel culture, we gotta stop that shit, though, man. I mean, that, that shit's getting that shit's getting a little bit too crazy, man. Nah, be, we can't be just taking when we were doing this, we're editing shit out of history books on our own, omitting it. It's like acting like it never happened and never existed. I mean, I don't understand how we're we're changing our own history books. And you can go back to history books right now. You don't, don't, granted, Bill Cosby did what he did. It was wrong what he did. But still, in the times of when he was America's dad, all those days are, are erased. All listen, that's done. Listen, listen. And it, it's just like, like it, damn. It, 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 we got to stop this cancel what it, culture, what, man. What, what, what it is is that cancel culture needs to be retuned and refined. Man, what, it's getting it, crazy, it, it, dude. It, 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 what, what should happen is it, you, we use Cosby as an example. Right. Uh, current, we, history is history. Okay. So, but current things are the things that should be canceled because current things invoke. Okay, I can take the current stuff because they invert the most current so, emotions. So, I get so, that. so, 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 using so using the Cosby analogy, let's say Bill Cosby had a statue at Temple University. Well, they want to take that shit down like they haven't done. But Joe Paterno take the shit down. It, it, I'm not gonna now, argue with exactly, you. and that's how it works. Go ahead, right. handle that. You, you 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 get you get rid of the initial. We're not gonna idolize the man, which you should be idolizing mm -hmm. anybody anyway. But yeah, we're not gonna idolize you. Get, you 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 get the, you get rid of the initial thing in current culture yeah. and, and let that go. But the history stands as history, right? To be to to be looked at in in at it at, at in a library and in books. And to be written about and talked about because it's things that happen that we no longer do, which right. like tons of other things, right? And that's how it is supposed to work. Use his original art, use his original art to segue about what he turned into. You can't, you, everything has to have context. I think that's the problem, especially what you talked about earlier by having the phony information error. We got all this damn information, we have no damn context behind it. I can go Google something right now and find out everything I need to know about it, but I won't know any context behind it. Most people don't, even and after that's the even, problem. E even after getting their initial their initial Google response, they don't research it any further than that. They go by the first thing that comes up, and then they find out later. Oh shit, that was Wikipedia. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 like, like for instance, so you're talking to somebody here, and you go, uh, they were like, I say I'm a Democrat, and they were like. You know, Democrats, they, 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 they were the ones who had slaves. And I'm like, yeah, that is true. But that doesn't change the fact that during Dwight Eisenhower was when the party switched. And then that's when you had Democrats, Republicans, and Dixiecrats. There's three different sects of that. You have to understand the Dixiecrats are the ones who swayed and went to the Republican side because they were anti-everything else. People don't understand that. You get what I'm saying? There's, a, there's information that people are losing in between the middle. They love to give you the fact. Well, it was the Democrats who had slaves. Like, yeah. But there was some history that happened somewhere along the way that flipped those damn parties. People don't like context. They want to throw out facts to show the proof that they know what they're talking about. 
we're living in a fact-based world where everybody thinks they want to just try to throw out something to prove that they know some shit. I know a fact. Well, yeah, because everybody wants to fake being smart. Exactly. Like, and, 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 and the, the biggest problem is nobody really understands that the real being smart is admitting that you're stupid enough to learn some shit. Like that, 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 that's actually the, that's actually the most intelligent motherfucker in the room is the person who ain't yeah. fucking talking because he's soaking it all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's dissecting, he or she, my bad. They're dissecting the situation. They figuring it out, right? The reason why they not popping off at the mouth yet is because they know that they shouldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Even, even, even Siri know what's up. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it takes, it takes a powerful person to stand amongst a room full of lions or a room full of vultures, stay silent, and make moves based on strategic thought. Like, there's very few people who can do that type of stuff. There's some people that need to be involved 100%. There's some people that can take off a bit. There's some people who can do whatever. The compliment of how you're able to handle them situations is also a compliment for how most people are able to handle their lives. Like, some men will just know that they're just a different beast than other, than other, than other men. You know, and like Achilles said in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Troy, there are no covenants between lions and men. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it is what it is. Lions can't live with a man and a man can't live with a lion. I mean, it's just an unnatural thing. Uh, I mean, yes, there are anomalies like that, everything like you said, but uh, there are no covenants. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you're in a room full of men and you know that you're a lion on the inside, what's a lion do? He sits back, he chills, he waits. He's lazy. It's hot. He's sweating. So all of a sudden, he's sitting there chilling, and all the jackals and hyenas come around. Snipping at his toes, snipping at his tails. Messing with him. He wants to be left alone. And they get closer and closer. And then just up, well, just at my moment, the lion gets up. And she has to show these hyenas who the lion really is. And tear their ass up. Sometimes you got to lay there. Let them get close. Get that ass. CT3.com. That's what I'm talking about, man. Just dropping all types of pills of knowledge on everybody. <laughs> CT3.com. CT3.com, y'all. Seriously, man. Five mics, man. Five <clears throat> mics, especially. Five mics, man. Steady dropping jewels on y'all all the time, man. Your boy CT3.com for the night. Hey. hey you know, we just some intro, you know, introspective cats. Introspective. You know, uh... All I do is talk shit and swallow spit. Hold on, I don't think that sounded right. Hold on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. no, no, bro, uh, back, no, bro, back, yeah. no, bro, back, mm -hmm. no, bro, back, no, bro, back. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we just so uh, catch myself, pause. I was uh, <laughs> yeah. So I seen this commercial for that movie Us, that Jordan Peele movie. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty darn good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm waiting to see if that movie ends up turning out what I. To what I think it's going to be. It's going to be an Oscar bid, another Oscar bid for Jordan Peele. But my question is, when did black people start doing scary movies? Um, I think... This is the solution. I think I, I think we are the subject of life's scary movie. Wait, 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 wait. So, I mean, oh, I think really? You think, you think so? You think it's hard being black? You think it's scary being black? Hey, man. I don't think... I mean, it's not scary. I do it every day. But it, yeah, it's hard, bro. It's it definitely... I don't know. I kind of find it, I find it kind of easy. 
That's just a jewel. It's like a gift. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it doesn't come with its own. It, it comes it really with its is. own joys and pleasures. But I will admit that 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 I, I will admit that there are situational areas in which others try to make it more taskful than it needs to be. See, what I've learned to do is I take their power. This, well, wow. How are you able to do that? See, what I do is I don't allow them to think that they're better than me. Oh, my God. I think I'm better than them. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. My that's mind my, is blown. That's my trick. When I walk into the room, I say, you know what? <laughs> You're not better than me. I'm better than you. And then I go about my business. And you know what? It really works for me. It really, really works. Oh, Everybody should try that. When you walk into a place, you might be the only black person there, right? You might be the only black person walking to a restaurant. And you think, oh my, God, oh my God, everybody's looking at me. What am I going to do? And he's like, you know what? I probably have a bigger penis than every man in this room. Whoa. That's what I tell myself. Wow. Weird. If your lady, your lady would be all of, in my DMs. Hold on, bro. All of them. No, bro. Seriously. No. That's how I, and you know, and that's the thing that I look. When I walk, and I walk by the table, and I see her looking at the bulge in my pants. No, no. Hold, or, or hold the fuck on, bro. I'm looking. I'm looking in her DMs right now. You're not there, bro. You're not there. All I'm, all I'm, all I'm saying is this. That's how I feel. I don't let that shit bother me. I really don't. Because when people look at, I'll be like, you know what? I must be on right now. I must be straight up popping. My shit must be just smacking right now. Because they looking at me like I'm just a straight up whole meal. And I gotta just keep it 100 like that. That's the confidence I walk into the room. I wish everybody did that. They looking at you like you're gonna rob and steal. No, they're looking at me like, like, damn, I want to taste that. But I'm like, you know what? Pause. Yes, that, that's what that's what they're thinking. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's exactly what they're no. thinking. What? That's exactly what they're thinking. I don't thinking. want to think that though. Uh, I don't want you to think that, but that's what they're thinking. Like, so I don't give nobody. I, I, I give nobody power from me, over me, and that's just kind of how it is. And I do it through levity. I do it through joking and everything. But just, you know what? It doesn't bother me. Because, you know, yes, I get around people, and sometimes looks they do irk me. But I'm a more in-your-face direct person. Like, say, for instance, if I go into a restaurant, and I'm with a person of another race, mm -hmm. and a person of that race decides they want to sit there and stare at us, I'm more of an in-your-face type person. And I'm like, hello, how are you doing today? What did you get for dinner? That looks delicious. Can I have a bite? <laughs> <laughs> I did something like that. What you done? What I've done in that situation is I've totally made that person what? Totally uncomfortable. I have just transferred the discomfort they have tried to naturally put on me from a look, and I just transferred it back to them. They don't know how to feel there. Ass cheeks get tight. You put a dollar in, four quarters will pop out. That's what I'm talking about. It's a power we have. You gotta understand this. And we always talk about as black folks. They love our culture. They love us and what we do, our music and everything. Yes, people love what we do. The problem is, is we have to learn to let them love us along with it. We go into situations thinking, oh, hey, these white people over, they gonna treat me. No. A lot of times, they wanna meet you, they wanna be your friend. I'm just being honest. You're a brother that walks into a room with a gang of white folks, guess what? They think that you're cool. They want to know if you're a cool dude. Because once you establish that you're cool, guess what? 
The motherfuckers will buy you every drink. You ain't got to pay for nothing. What can we going to say? Is this a lady? That's spicy than a motherfucker. You can't do nothing about that. And you know I'm telling the truth, don't you? Uh, from time to time. You know I'm telling the but truth. But I also know that in, you that, know that, I'm telling that the truth. in, in, in a lot of situations, it's also... It's also meant. It's also meant to throw you off your guard, so that so so that other things can be done at your expense. Oh, okay, I'm gonna give you an example right now. And we've had this story before. I'm gonna tell you about the Joyride rally I went on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I t- did we talk about that before? Yeah. We talked about it on the show, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Those those experiences like that, they change, dude. Sometimes you can catch somebody on a different playing field. And then two different worlds they just come together, and when it's when it's when it's basic respect on the line, you can come, you can have a total big a, a total redneck from the south sit here between us, and we can sit here and have a have a conversation with them, and actually come to the realization that a lot of things that we agree on are the same. Just the one thing about color probably from one person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I look. I see, I try to say it like this. This is my whole point. Is this? As black folks, we got a culture, we have an identity, but we are all not in a vacuum. And I don't want to sound like no damn Candace Owens since she gets on my damn nerves. But you know what I'm saying? But we, we're, we're not in a vacuum. And she is right in, in, in our respect. But even though we might are, are not, we're not in a vacuum and we're all not the same, I think that for the most part that we all do have like a certain link to the, to, 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 to the pigment. You know what I'm saying? There's something inherent inside of us that kind of links us together. Every brother that knows, when you walk into a, into a place and there's not many black folks there together, we all know the nod. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, when you come across a brother who don't give you the nod back, you already know that brother's somebody I ain't going to fool with. Let's keep it 100 now. You watched the episode of Blackish today, didn't you? No, but that's no, no, but, 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 but the like truth. That, that literally was an episode of Blackish. But it's like, the truth. I remember when I was in college, I had four white roommates when I was in college. And they used to be like, you know what? It's weird, though. Like, Listen, when you get around, when we was walking down the street, you see the average white guy, you don't say nothing to him. But you see a black dude, you don't even know him. You always say what's up to him. And they, they noticed it. And I was like, well, it's, it's the nod. And I had to explain to them what the nod was. And they thought it was the weirdest shit. We all have a hidden language and a hidden tone with being black. The thing about it is, take that strength and use it as a, as, as a strength. It just, for me personally, it bothers me. I hear somebody saying it's hard to be black. Because to me, it's so bad and beautiful and bold and and, and great. Like it, we have so it, much to, to, to be it, a forefront runner. It's all, it's all of those things as well. But yeah, it is hard to be black when in 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 in, in the overall picture of things. When you are because like put it like this, I, the type of person that we're doing I am, well financially. Are we doing? Are we doing? Is being black hurting our finances? In what a personal respect? Yes, is being black hurting your finances in a personal respect? No, not mine. Is it hurting your relationship? No. Okay. Is it hurting your family? No. Is it hurt? Is it hurting your future where you're going? Personally, no, it's not. Oh, but, but so how's it hard? It is. It is hard because I am understanding of what you just said. There is a understanding that we are all connected in some way, shape, or form. True. So because of that, I cannot just think of myself. But there are I, many more of us making it, though, than let us know. Which I understand. But there are not enough of us making it 
in or there are not enough of us making it in order for <coughs> us to to be to not be cognizant of the ones who are not lucky enough to be in the positions we are. But at the same time, even with regards to white folks, they ain't, they're probably saying the same thing. It ain't enough for them because guess what? More than half of them ain't doing shit either. Ain't where they want to be and where they need to be either. And I'm not trying to do this as as making an equal. I'm not trying to defend white folks. Trust me, Umoist Johnson. I'm not trying to defend them. What I'm, my whole point is, is by saying is this: we can say that for a lot of different instances. I think the American black family is actually doing pretty damn well right now. I think that we're, we're growing. We're, we're we're doing better. And I actually do think that personally. Our population numbers is larger than what they're reporting to us. I think we're more than them 13% of the damn population. I think we're way more than that. But I think those are the numbers they try to keep us with the status quo numbers. And I'm not really a, a conspiracy theory type dude, but that status quo thing, I, I kind of agree with you on that when it comes to that. But you get what I'm saying, bro? I, 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 I definitely hear you, especially in that latter point of them not really giving us the right census numbers and shit. And, and, and I I do believe there are more black people than we're being told there are. Uh, like, for instance, Donald Trump and the Trump administration. Uh, Van Jones with his old... Every time I want to like Van Jones, he do some shit that's just kind of like, come on, man, just... Okay, this whole prison reform thing that, that Donald Trump is doing. Good job, prison reform. Plaza, good job. But you have to understand, just because I'm black, once again, in a vacuum, prison reform doesn't reflect, affect me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. It does not affect. It doesn't affect me. So to assume that, 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 that I'm supposed to be happy because they're letting black men out of jail, it doesn't affect me. And I don't mean to say, and it doesn't come across the wrong way. Personally, in my own personal life, because I don't live. I live on the other side of the law. You get what I'm saying? So do I. You, we live on the other side of the but, law. But I'm not. But I'm not gonna lie. I do know people who do not. I do have family members that do not. I I, I am I, I am aware of other folks who do not, and and may and maybe it is maybe it is my naive side. Maybe it is whatever. But in my in, in, in my want and need for black folks as a whole to get our shit together and come up, maybe like maybe like a mother who who. Spoils the kid a little too much. I let a little too much slide with us. That that, we that, all that do. And, and 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 it is it, it is it is in the hopes of having the ability to then say, look, we fixed it so that we all have this one final shot that we got to pull off together. Like let's make it all worthwhile, and everybody pulls together and does that shit. And I think it's possible, right? But I think there has to be. Some, some, some overall understanding that we're all in this together, and while well, doing that, so, yeah, while doing that's so, the culture. while doing so, saying something like prison reform, yeah, it's not, it's not for me. It doesn't affect me personally. I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to prison. But I have no plans on being there. Or whatever. Though. It doesn't affect all of us. It doesn't affect all of us, and, and that's the whole thing. And I hate to make it sound like well, it just doesn't affect me, but it doesn't affect all of us. And yes, to the numbers are, yeah, 50% of the men, 47 to 50% of the men in, in jail right now are, are, are black men out of 30% of the population. Okay, that's the systemic racism in my opinion, but that's a whole other story. But let's just be honest, let's be honest about it. That doesn't affect all of us. 
It really doesn't affect. And to say that every black person out here should be happy because they're doing prison reform, not every black person has somebody in, in jail. Just, not every just, family has somebody that's locked up or, just, or gendered by the prison reform system. The, the, but the point of it is not necessarily to just get that popped off. The point of it is also to get the ball rolling on black initiative issues to begin with. We can't expect it all to be done in one day. No, they're, they're, I mean, granted, there are other things that can be there. Other things that, you could, that could be getting pushed, but right now, there that's that's not what's happening. Right now, we have this. So, unfortunately, <laughs> to, to me, and I hate to sound sound like it's wrong, and forgive me, but you have people that have gone to jail who have done a crime. Wouldn't it be better to give help to those that are out there living their regular life? trying to go out there and succeed instead of trying to release more criminals back into the streets? I, I mean, that's kind of how I look at things. Maybe maybe that's wrong for me to look at it I, that way, I, but I, I don't I, know. I look at it I look at it as a lot of people, a lot of people through the course of bad, bad, bad politicians, bad... Sentiment uh, and emotion, that's what bad, they use. Bad, bad application of law, bad... Things, bad amendments to things, just horrible decisions in general. I think that a lot, not in, 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 I want to preface this by saying this, it doesn't just have to do with black men. This has to do with, with all people within the span of the Reagan administration, the Bush administration, the Clinton administration. And the whole prison reform is not going to just affect black people, it's going to affect all people, but they're packaging it as like it's a gift to us. True. And that's what the problem is. Because it's all behind this whole damn Candace Owens and this whole damn Blexit damn thing. They're trying to, they're setting up for the 2020 election. Donald Trump got nailed of the black vote in his last election. If he can swing it just a small percentage, he can talk about how much blacks love him. The man is sitting over here pandering on having the lowest black, uh, lowest well, black unemployment. I mean, it, it went one, from, he's, he's it went gonna, from, he's gonna, it dropped like a point. He's going to do that anyways. He, he's, but that's not all this whole Blexit thing he, is. He, he, he's been quoting his, his, his support from the blacks. For, for a the fucking long, uh, long fucking time. That, and that's damn Candace Owens. That, 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 that's, not, that's not nothing new. And the way I feel about uh, CO... Uh, Seriously, uh, like... The, the, the way I feel about her is how I feel about... Uh, she's like Omarosa. It's how I feel about that, that, that racist white girl that I won't talk about. I feel like I'm... Uh, if, you don't, if you don't get these hoes power... Then, 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 then these witches can't come out from uh, see, under, pat, underneath the uh, rock and shit. I don't know why you called her a hoe like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, but like, but like, but I, but I, I, I feel what you're saying though. Is it's just like, okay, listen, strong woman, but okay, honestly, she has not grown up in a black community. Let's be honest with you. She probably hasn't grown up around many black people, which is fine. And I and I get it. Just because you're a black person and you live, and, and you, you, you grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood or a suburban neighborhood, yeah, you don't have to act like you, you know, try to act like you're urban. I get that. Sometimes you are of the suburbs, but at the same time, you have to have some type of semblance of who you are culturally. Yeah, I might be Tiffany, but at the same time, they when shit goes bad. They look at each other like your name was Tawana. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got to be aware. You got to be educated on it. To me, Candace Owens is one of those type of girls. She has kind of put herself above the average black person. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that, that's how I look. Because she, she looks at everything as if we're trying to treat, like like, this, like the Democrats are trying to treat us like we're stupid. Like we're still on the plantation. Like every other black person out there in the world is stupid and in the dark. And she's the one that's bright. Well, she's that, the enlightened that, that, one. That, well, see, that's the, and the, that's the part that bothers me. That's the stupidity. That's the stupidity of having our bright, educated black folks going to some of these uh, colleges and universities that don't have strong histories in African American studies programs, or don't have situations where they can help those black kids who get there. And what they get is uh, heaping helping of European philosophy and bullshit. So then, when they figure out their their side of critical thinking, they believe they've discovered some grandiose idea of something great, and all they're really doing is spouting off some shit that they got told by some guy who's going to force European Spaniard garbage down your throat and make you believe that all of this shit happened exactly the way they told you, even though we've come to find out that nearly 75% of it is not true. But that's the problem. That's the problem that everybody's having with all these damn charter schools and all these other things that are opened up talking about school choice, it's the indoctrination. Inside these charter schools, there's no... The curriculum that we're getting, especially for black uh, history and black education already as it is, is at nil. So you get your ass over to a charter school and it's going to be even as short as that. Because you get to the damn charter school, they can teach what they want, mixed it with religion if they want to do it. And they can indoctrinate and omit things from history that they don't want you to learn. Half the damn stuff that we have to learn about black history and the stuff that we know now, there's nothing that we learned inside of a class something that you had to go and read on your own. You know, the, 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 the most, the most that I ever learned about black history throughout the course of my entire school time, right, was, I think, third or fourth grade, right? Did a play or something in school. Uh, weirdly enough, I was Martin Luther King in the, in the play. I had, to, I had to say Martin Luther King's speech and shit. Uh, I can credit the whole, like, school. Like, they did it in, like, the big auditorium and shit or whatever. Like, had to wear a suit and he all that. Like, it was, like, official, right? And, like, I was on my shit, right? And we even learned the Black National Anthem for that shit so we could sing it. Like, it's a So, like, you know... It, when I first, first heard it, I was like, the black national anthem, right? Oh, and I was yeah. like, and I, I was, I, you know, third grade, fourth grade, you know, so I, you know, eight, nine, something like that. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, I say to my mom's one day, I said, well, what's the black national anthem? And, you know, she proceeds to tell me a story and stuff. And when we start, you know, they gave us a little worksheet to come home and learn a song and shit. <coughs> like, and... I was thinking about the other day, like, before that happened, I had no, no fucking clue that there was a black national anthem. Like, yeah. nobody told me. There, there was no, I didn't learn about it when I learned the regular national anthem, or, uh, why, what am I supposed to call, because we, is it the black national anthem, does that mean the other one is the white national anthem? I don't, like. I learned that from, I grew up watching video of Soul and BET. So we used to know that shit early on. <laughs> I grew up. So that, that was one of the benefits of growing up in the, in, in the, in the, in the 80s and the 90s. Cause when she, I mean, we grew up the same age, but in the 90s, being 90s, Malcolm X being black, being going back to Africa, that was like the shit. So we actually grew up in one of the better times in history to actually know black history. 
Because we actually grew up through some times when there were some movements. You can't tell me in 90s, 1990 when X came out, everybody was on the African tip. Spike Lee had everybody on the African tip. Let's just keep it real. That's just kind of how it, how it was. You know what I'm saying? I was lucky. I was, those I was, 90s I was, were I was big. Lucky, I was Ice Cube was a big part through, of that. I was lucky enough to go through it twice. Higher learning was a big right? part of that. Like, because you had that era of it in the 90s. But then, you had, but then you also had an era of it at the late late part of the 80s, right? Where With, with a lot of hip-hop. Uh, yeah, there, 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 there was a lot of Afro-based, uh, Afrocentric hip hop yeah. that was going around. X Clan was, was yes. huge. I, I was a big X Clan proponent. Public Enemy was, was Public Enemy. You know, doing a thing the, like the forefront. Uh, De La Soul. Yeah. Like there, there was a lot of uh, uh, black kind of you know hip hop that was out there. So I remember being a kid and like you know uh, the. Popular hip hop style incorporated, you know, black uh, kente cloth material and like the little, you know, the little coochie, the poofy hats and shit. The coofies. And, 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 you know, shit like that. Africa pendant. I remember being a kid and having the Africa medallion. I'm and not shit. gonna lie. Hey, anybody out there that I know I can get an Africa medallion, uh, let me know. I gotta go find me one. <laughs> yeah, the leather le- the, the, the the le- the joint with the, the Africa cutout boy, man. I mean, so I, you know, I went through that era of it, and then we, you know, we did it again when X came out, like in you know, ninety something. That was big, dude. Higher learning cube. Had, yeah, the cube always had us going on on, 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 on some positive. You know, so we we had our boys in the hood, Lawrence Fishburne. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we had some real like era. We grew up in it was the best era to get really on. People in our generation are actually the forefronts when it comes to Black history. We learned the most shit. I think uh, our curiosity was sparked. It was the first time we had ever right. been taught that. I, I, I think I think there were so many of us willing to learn. Yeah, that, that we could, you know, because there were so many things we felt like, how come they didn't tell us, or how come we didn't know, like, and you almost felt like you was being cheated by your own. Because I mean, I remember having, you know, you gotta ask your parents. They wasn't just telling you this shit, and you kind of wondered why. Like, you know, we black. <laughs> how come? Think about this. We're we're a generation removed from the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. People really don't realize that. The generation removed from the Black Panther Party. People our age, their parents were Black Panthers. Think think about that, though. Maybe we should bring some of that shit back. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, man. Let me take this completely off into another subject. Because I was thinking about this shit the other day, too. Is it just me, or... You said Jesse Smollett, what'd you say? No, I said no. I said nothing about Jesse. But you said Jesse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Is it just me, or... Is Kevin Hart's career kind of winding down here? No, I think that Kevin Hart has to take a low period. I think you can get too much of of a person for too much for too... uh, for too long, I think he's working on a lot of projects. Kevin does a lot of movies. I think he's slowing down on being seen as much, and he's doing a lot of a lot of work behind closed doors. I think that Kevin, he's doing the right thing right now. I think we had a little bit too much at one point in time, starting to get over sensationalized. Gotta fall back, come back stronger down the line. I don't know, bro. I, his last couple of movies didn't hit the way it was supposed to. He's also trying to do something different. 
I'm the last movie too. No, no, you talking about like like the comedy movie, like or or you talking about the, his little dramatic movie. dramatic movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you might. Yeah, have tried to do something. That, that, was a, that was a project piece. I heard it was actually pretty good with Brian Cranston. I heard it was a pretty good movie. Uh, what was the other movie he did that didn't do too well? Um, that uh, that one with Tiffany Haddish, that night school that he. But had. I went, well, then again, everybody knew that shit went straight to video. <laughs> we all know that that shit went straight to Netflix. He and he knew that, and I knew that. We damn to do that. Come on now, ain't no getting around that. Ain't no ain't no damn reason in the world why that man should have that should have been straight to Netflix. Go put that shit in the movie deal. Like we gonna go out there and buy that. Like we got some damn sales. Go buy some damn nice school. Him Tiffany Havish talk about the same damn shit they talked in the last movie. It was in. Well, Same damn job. He didn't do that shit, and unfortunately, yeah, that shit bombed. Yeah, like a motherfucker. They thought that their names and love was gonna get people to run out there and go see. Most people went to go see Madiga's last funeral, but then they went to go see that shit. There's a bunch of dumb motherfuckers running around watching that shit right now. Madiga last year. My parents went to go see that shit. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever, if I, speaking of myself, if I ever have to see this shit ever again, this tired old. It's the last. It's the last Madea movie. She done. Thank God. She done. Like Madura. She's done. Madura's done. I hope they. Uh, I hope Tyler Perry put it away and don't ever bring it back. Shit, no. Tyler needs to come and hire me. Tyler, come get your boy CT3.com. Hire me. Let me be young Madea. I can do the spinoff series. I can do big oodles and oodles and oodles of money. Okay, look it. I'm gonna let y'all know. He can't do nothing. He can't do nothing. Oh, I will damn show do it for sure. Tyler, CT3.com. He gonna do the, he, he gonna do the, he gonna do the next Mr. Brown. No, I can't do my, 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 I'm not Ashy. He gonna be the next but Mr. I, Brown. I, I, I'm not Ashy. I'm not uh, Tubby. What, what, but what, I can play Madura. He needs, uh, he needs, yes, he, honey, yes. He needs some short set pants. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. He needs some short set pantsuits. Now, just uh, give me a big floor dress with a lace collar, a bag with a pistol in it. Okay, no. And a, and a marble that never sees the light or smoke. <laughs> See, what he just described is somehow he wants to look like Grandmama. Uh, hey, Grandma got paid, too. He can pay me, shit. Let's go ahead. Let's get paid. You, you want to cash out. You can't pay me enough to put on to put on no makeup and dress and go on camera somewhere. You can pay me enough. You can pay me. We know you do something strange. Some well, hell yeah, I go dress up a deal for for for, for, for uh, two hundred million. Oh yeah, shit, man. You know who else? Uh, it seems like you know. It seems like tons of other people do wild and crazy shit for some type of fame and shit. You hear about uh, is that Jesse Smollett? What you say? Nah, man, I'm not talking about fucking Jesse. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jesse Smollett. Okay. I don't care about that. Okay. Man, I, I apologize. Well, you said people do wild yeah. things once the fame. I thought you was talking about Jesse Dad Smollett. Got seventeen counts and shit. Of uh-huh. He was indicted today. He, that's, I'm not even talking about that nigga anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you, well, you said so, way. so. So Safari, you know, oh, uh, so, so Safari, he's with uh, Erica Mena. Okay. You know, they engaged and shit. Okay. You know what I mean, she pregnant. Good you know, and all of that. Uh, so, she bad. She bad. So, so, so they got they got the boot from Love and Hip Hop supposedly. Yeah. Uh, here's the problem with that. Uh, on the Joe Button podcast that uh, recently just went by, see Joe kind of slipped the beans that that wasn't true because Safari was at the reunion, the same reunion that they're claiming that Safari and Erica didn't attend, and that's the reason why they got fired. So 
The Safari went and got paid and left Erica out of it. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. Safari probably could have did that. Go ahead, Safari. Joe, 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 Joe claimed to have a personal conversation with Safari, which meant that Safari would have had to have been at the reunion. I'm going to go a little scrap going, was she on the Dej Naive Safari? <laughs> I have no idea. Nor do I have any idea what the Dej Naive is. Yeah, that's a little uh, scrappy, the Dej Naive. Uh, yeah, I don't Yeah, That's uh, Atlanta. Uh, I think we are talking about the New Yorker. Scrappy, no scrappy in New York. No, I mean, not scrappy. Safari in L.A. Safari have been Atlanta. Safari Safari, Safari have been to Miami. Safari have been in New York. He's international. Safari is doing Love and Hip Hop Costa Rica. He, he, he is, is Safari. Uh, doing Love and Hip Hop Dominica. Yes. He is doing uh, Love and Hip Hop Jamaica. Yeah, he's and on, he's on all seasons. Out, and then he is doing Love and Hip Hop at uh, LaGuardia. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, you know, I, I just think it's funny that they they this is the level of uh, bad promotion they got to put out in order to try and hype up a reunion show. Just to say that we they people when they we gonna watch movies. anyway. Atlanta's the only one. I mean, Hollywood is here, but I love hip hop Atlanta. That's all. That's my real guilty pleasure. I'll be watching. I'll be in attendance. I like the two. Tea. Speaking of tea, they said Jesse Smollett will be on the next episode of Empire. So uh, uh, tune in to see how he gets through with his lines. Yeah. Well, you would have said his name twice. I, I said his name once. I didn't say his name at all. You said Jesse. Anyways, uh, you seen uh, you seen the pics of DMX, man? Well, I ain't seen the pics of DMX. Well, DMX. What's wrong with DMX? No, no, there's nothing wrong with him. He's looking, looking good. Man. Oh, I'm about to say, don't be doing me like that. Don't tell me something I don't want to hear. I saw the pictures of Mystical. <laughs> mystical is like somebody uncle at the cookout. Hey, you know what? It's fine, Mike, y'all. Hey, um, hey, y'all, I just want to let y'all know, man. In this life, you can either hold up or blow up. Barbecue or milk. Yeah. Now, there's going to be times in your life where you're going to think that you can't go. There's going to be times in your life that you're going to think that, you know, it's, it's cold out there. Cold out there. There's going to be times in your life where you're going to be like, you know what? I ain't got the energy. I'm broken down. Mm -hmm. Spirit is, is worn. My shoes are torn. Clothes are tattered. Eyes are watered. Sweat on my brow. Dirt under my nails. But guess what? You got to keep going. You gotta make that minor dollar. Never give up, never surrender. Understand this. If anything, you don't know anything else in the world, know that your boy C-Thad, CT3.com, he loves you. He'll never give up on you. He'll never leave you. And um, like he always says, don't be mad at me for putting the double easy. It's easy. It's like Mike's. Wishing you guys a great night. Shits and giggles. We talked for a while. We did some shit. My lady probably in bed wondering where I'm at right now. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Warming up, baby. I'm coming home. It's your boy, C-Thad. CT3.com. DJ Heron. Hey, we're going to be right back in here, same time, same place, same area. Yeah. Uh, coming at you with, you know, fucking hot takes and, you hot know what I mean? Uh... 
you know, something to make you laugh, something to make you think, something to make you talk, you know what I mean, have conversations. Wow. Uh, you know what I mean? We hoping that you have one, two, three, four, but maybe if you get five, you can have a couple more mics. Make sure you hit us next week on the podcast. We've got some, uh, a couple more things popping off. We're going to talk to y'all and let y'all know what's going on. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Take care of your bitches. Ha, 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 ha.